Welcome to the Humanise the Numbers podcast series. Leaders, managers and owners of ambitious accounting firms sharing insights, successes and issues that will challenge you and connect you and your firm to the ways and means of transforming your firm's results. It is interesting because the accountants are... I think the main change is probably implementation because they come to account tax. They have they they are not scared of investing. They they will spend money on technology. They will do it. However, the problem is is implementation. A lot of the time, I don't think they actually implement it properly. What one thing is the key to the future success of your accounting firm? Don't you think actually it makes sense to get an outsider's perspective? to that question. An outsider who absolutely loves the profession and has spent the last six years working with the profession. On this podcast, we're joined by Zoe Lacey-Cooper, the Director Head of Accountex, the largest UK exhibition for the accounting profession, sharing her insight in what that one key is. And Zoe points to implementation as being that key. Today, I'm joined by Zoe Lacey-Cooper from Accountex, so rather than me give some fantastic Fabaruni introduction, Zoe, do you want to give us your backstory and your role and how that's evolved at Accountex, Ooh, please? My Fabaruni explanation. Okay. Yes, please. So <laughs> um, I have been, um, for those that don't know me, I have been um, the event director on Accountex, which is the... Well, I hope people know what Accountex is. I'm sure it they do, is, It is it's the exhibition that we run in London, the big one. Um, with um, And I've been running that for six years now. Um, but I have actually been in exhibitions and events my whole career. So for just over 20 years now. Um, right. I have worked on various different industry sectors, from nutraceuticals to organic food and everything else. And, um, yeah, the last six years I have spent... Um, kind of understanding and actually having finding some love for the accounting profession love for the accounting profession now yeah, explain that love. one to me then so real what, yeah, yeah, true yeah, yeah, right. love paul love. real yeah, love yeah right real so, american twang there <laughs> indeed indeed so yes um it's an interesting phrase love for the accounting profession even though accountants haven't technically been your customer have they of account text your customers your exhibitors yeah. Well, we have two customers, actually. We have a two-prong customer base, actually, in terms of our vendors who exhibit, but also those are actually the visitors, and those visitors are customers to us. So those customers are essentially accountants, if they be in business or in practice. So I would say, yeah, they kind of are our customers too, actually. Yeah, I, I buy that, I buy that. So um, we're talking towards the end of your time with Accountex. And you're about to move on. So what I'm really interested in is the, the the your perspective on the profession, even though actually you're moving on and you're going to stay within the profession, aren't you? Um, yeah. What, um, and, and I still want to extract what you're talking about in terms of loving the accounting profession. Uh, when what how, how do you describe the profession to people that, you know, friends, loved ones, when who have no, no idea what the accounting profession is like? How, how would you describe the profession? Do you want to hear my, my little speech on that? Go on. Quite, yeah, go for it. Go I, for I literally, because they all just think it's just people with calculators. Yeah. I mean, literally, that's how they perceive the profession. And what I do actually turn around to them and say is quite simply is that actually um, it, it's quite an, an exceptional profession. It's not about calculators. It's about tech. It's about artificial intelligence. It's about progression. Um, I work with some of the you know, practice owners of some of the best entrepreneurs I've met. Um, they're not all like that, but there, there are 
people who have transformed their businesses or their practices and done some exceptional things with them. And like I said, I've worked in 10 different industries and I've not seen that kind of um, the adapting, the embracing, the change. And, and I just don't think accountants realise how good they are, Paul. I really don't think they do. And I, I, I agree wholeheartedly with that, that, that statement. Uh, be, I've invested you know, 20 years of my life in the profession as well uh, in, in terms of helping them uh, in all sorts of different ways. But I, I, I'm, I'm curious, accountants are exceptional because they're not just about calculators, they're about tech and AI. But what, what about the human side of things though? So I've got a podcast called Humanise the Numbers. So accountants are the numbers experts. Yes, technology is involved, but actually at at the bottom, at the base and at the foundation of all of the good work that they do is the people they work with, both their team members and their customers, their clients. Um, What's your perspective on and and the love that you feel towards the accountants, not just about technology, because I know you love the tech stuff, (laughs) but about the the humanity of it as well. What's your view on that? They are the secret... There are the secret superheroes of, of, of the businesses that are running today. Um, and again, I'm sounding all very like dramatic and about it all, you know, superheroes and I love accounting. But let, let's be real here. You know, these, these accountants are advising, helping and assisting businesses day to day. And they don't just get the calculator out. There's so much other stuff that goes on about it. And we know what they do. They know what they do. Um, but... They are the, they are the kind of the hidden superheroes of, of, of and will be with the economy particularly going forward as well, um, and and that's kind of how I would see it from the from the human perspective for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you you're in the exhibition world as well as in the accountancy world, and you working with other people within your organisation who are serving other customer bases, not accountants, with their yeah. exhibition offer. How has and so far on the podcast series, I've avoided any any sort of debate and discussion around the pandemic and working from home and all of that. But I'm curious to hear how uh, the accountancy profession, have, from your perspective, have adapted to that compared with other industries. And I'd like you to pull out, if you can, specific industries to compare and contrast, because I'd like to get a, a, a real story about uh, that compare and contrast so that accountants can go, oh, actually, maybe we're not so bad. And the funny thing is, they're not. Like, I'll give you a prime example. My company is a global company. I've been there nine years, an exceptional company. What they've done to develop events in, in, in industries that are very varied. Um, but you know what? We only entered the cloud this time last year. Right. I had never used Microsoft Teams until this time last year. We, the level of technology knowledge that even the events industry have in itself. I mean, I'm involved in our events association. I'm involved in um, one of our tech roundtable teams. So I do lots of interviews about the technology in the event sector. Um, mm. and, and, you know, and, I, and I'm on these meetings with the, the MDs of the biggest event companies globally, and they don't really know. And uh, they do know because they're learning and they have to. But, you know, yeah. um, a very um, a very experienced um, lady called Ruth Carter, who I treat as my mentor. She's headed up one of the largest exhibition companies in the in the country, and she said to me, "You know, we are event professionals. We run live events. We do them really well. But just because we're really good at doing events doesn't mean we're going to be good at doing virtual events." And she said, "Like just because you're a, just because you're a sports person doesn't mean a footballer can play." You know, good basketball. And I yeah. thought that was really interesting because she's saying, "Is you know." 
we've had to adapt as an industry. We've had to do it. But I mean, what I'm trying to do is compare like the industries that I also have access to and look at what the accounting profession are doing. You know, like Will Farnell, for example, his practice has, um, they don't even have holiday allocation. They all, I mean, some of them work remotely. I mean, he was doing this kind of stuff back in 2016, I think, from memory. Mm. Um, whereas now, I was just reading some news on, on Accounting Web about, you know, like, oh, now now people might be thinking about working remotely. And it's like, <laughs> but people have been doing this for years. And, and it, it's nothing wrong with those that have, those that haven't. But it is really yeah. interesting to watch my events industry go, oh, this is a something for us to consider. And it's, it's very bizarre because... The accounting profession have been doing this for years. The accounting profession has been on the cloud for years. They've adopted mm. technology for years. When I, I went into a boardroom meeting and, and mentioned the word app stack, and yeah. everyone looked at me plainly and went, what? And I said, oh yeah, I was using Slack the other day. Great platform. They were like, what, what, what? I mean, this is incredible stuff that comes naturally to me, but in the industry I serve and the other yeah. industries we serve, it's just not used or heard of. So mm. you guys are more progressive. Those accounting people, guys and girls, are more progressive yeah. than they actually think they are, Paul. But they don't see the other industries like you see them, do they? So they you know, they, they can that's, only, that's probably yeah, yeah. that's why my uh, love is probably a little bit accelerated because actually they don't realise how good they actually are. They are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, I mean, but you pull out, say, Will Farnell, and uh, Will's been on this podcast series, and so and, yes. and I know, know well reasonably well as well. Uh, but you pull out. Uh, an exceptional firm with very forward thinking but Will's firm isn't a, a reflection of the whole profession you know there's a there's a spectrum isn't there so there if is. we look broader across that spectrum of the most advanced firms like uh, uh, Will and Peter Jarman and you know other firms of that ilk yeah. and and compare that with and they're if there was a bell curve they'd be at one end of the extreme then there's the vast majority yes. of firms and then there's the others yeah. at the other extreme um, of course does that really apply to the bell curve firms, you know, the vast majority of firms who aren't at the leading edge of the change in the profession? What, what are your thoughts on that? Are you still in love with the bell? And, you know, that, be careful what They're I'm saying. Still, the, the bell curve, you know, vast majority of firms. They are still, I think they're still way ahead of the curve, to be honest with you. They're still way ahead of the curve. Uh, just in terms of the way they communicate on social media, the understanding of marketing. Um, I mean, again, like I say, we're, we're trying to put a broad brush over everyone, and that's really hard. But, I mean, just to let you know, I mean, the visitors to AccountX, um, we, we, we try and profile as many of them as we can. They do tend right. to be kind of from the small, medium, or micro entities. Um, right. And various different ages as well. I mean, we have a very broad spectrum of um, what we would call the digital dinosaurs um, and those right. progressive Generation Zs that are coming in and yeah, setting yeah. up accountancy firms from their camper van in another country. Um, right. But we, we are catered for all of them. But the, the, the fundamental same thing that everyone comes to Accountex for is the technology. Mm. Um, you know, and, and they're all doing it. And that is still in a much more advanced than some of the other sectors that I have access to way more advanced yeah yeah so it's a job I've just earlier on today ran a, a resilience round table with a number of firms that we work with uh, to talk about how good accountants are at uh, giving themselves a hard time or actually giving themselves a good time i.e catching themselves doing things wrong versus catching themselves yeah. doing things right and everyone to a, a woman and, and man accepting that knowledge that actually we're really good at seeing what we're not doing well 
we're not so good yes, at seeing exactly. what we do do well, yeah. which is to a degree the point of getting you on this call today, on this uh, podcast today. So the the other thing I was thinking about also, the, the other industry sectors I've served, I've just, with accounting, I've I've never experienced the amount of, or level of help out there in terms of the amount of mentoring, the gurus, the people that can come in and actually transform them. I've heard the case study. I mean, there's lots of mixed views on, you know, should I be advised on practice management by someone who's not an accountant? Loads of interesting subjects around if that's the best thing or not. But yeah. that doesn't matter. These people are all out there, if they're an accountant or not, who know how to run accounting businesses, who can yeah. advise on things like sales and marketing and management and running a business. Mm. I don't, ex I've never experienced that in the other industries I've served. And right. that's quite quite incredible really that's the other thing why I, I i find it really good because these accountants have the help on their doorstep and that they have the help all these people like you paul and all these other people offering these free webinars mm. all helping them help their business and that's quite rare in other industries and, and again that's kind of more maybe perhaps um a turnaround in thanks maybe from the accountants that they need to kind of realize that there's actually they've got all this amazing content and advice and help on their doorsteps and it's all there mm. for free or there mm. for mentoring or at a cost or whatever but it's all there sure. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and again i find that quite unique in this industry as well yeah what about the uh, piece about accountants helping accountants out as well because you know there's you, we were talking earlier before the podcast about why would anybody yeah. actually go and have a conversation with a competitor and then work out how to work with each other for each each other's benefit but you know Oh, it's a good debate, isn't it, Paul? I mean, you, you do have people who feel quite strongly about it. You know, these uh, they call them the outsiders, don't they? And, yeah. um, you know, but they all have a place. Everyone has a place. And, you know, I have outsider help in my industry. You know, I have a mentor who helps me um, in terms of kind of running account as a business. And she advises mm. me on what to do as a business. But, you know... Um, I just, I just think it's, um, it, it depends on kind of what you want to, and how you want to help and how you see your business going. But um, you know, each to their own, Paul. I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Own. And there's, and there's also, isn't there? There's the um, as much as what you, if, if I hear you right, what you're saying is there's a, a cultural difference to the accountancy profession in terms of there's help available. There's yeah. it's up to you as a firm whether you want to avail yourself of that. That's entirely up to you. <clears throat> whether you want to get involved in a group which might have and, and we you know I had a call this morning and I've got two firms in the same town sharing information with each other this does not happen in other this does not happen in other industries paul like mm. people don't realize that this does not happen um, mm. there might be a few industries that do don't get me wrong but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know um I just don't see it in any other industries it just doesn't it mm. just doesn't happen yeah 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 uh, so there's the so what we're saying is accountants are good at um embracing and adopting technology some um, are but again that's another argument in itself isn't it well i'm gonna I'm, yeah we're gonna go there in a minute i'm gonna we'll just see what what's coming so we've got the technology the technology is there whether again the firm has to make a decision whether they choose to embrace that and avail themselves and transform yeah. the firm around the use of tech yeah, and sure. and it's an undeniable trend there's just you know it's not going away is it it's an, there's only going to be more and more of it so there's the embrace exactly. the technology is there and accountants are embracing it more than other industries are, so they should be tapping, patting themselves on the back. Um, the help's there, and some firms are in, availing themselves of the help. So, they, you know, it's if they want to change, they can. You know, they, 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 it's not like they don't, they don't have to look very far to find it. Um, <laughs> what about, um, I, I just want to turn the subject to 
where's this going? What what, what do you see as being uh, the future of the profession? What what do, as as a a non accountant who served the profession for six plus years, what and and being close to all the technology providers because they've been you know um, paying for stands and you've interacted with a lot of them. Mm. Um, what's coming? What where's what, what where's where's the profession going? Do you think? What's well, in coming? terms of the tech, in terms of the technology, they're all kind of buying each other up at the moment. So, but then <laughs> that's the way of the tech world. That that's how it goes. And um, I, I think um, it, it is interesting because the accountants are. I, I think the main change is probably implementation because they come to account tax. They have they they are not scared of investing. They they will spend money on technology. They will do it. However. Yeah. The problem is, is implementation. A lot of the time, I don't think they actually implement it properly. Mm. Um, and I feel that the um, with the pandemic, I know we're not covering it much, but I do believe that this is ensured that they've, they're starting to push that through a little bit faster. And so their confidence of technology is, is growing. And I mean, we used, I put in a question a couple of years ago on our registration form at Countex and said, um, in terms of tech, are you tech cautious, curious or savvy? Um, right. Now, you can take what you want from that because, you know, it's an individual question that you ask and no one wants to be tech cautious, do they? So no one's going to tick that box. Um, but it does kind of make you visualise every part of the journey that everyone's on at the moment. And what's happening, what's going to be happening at the moment is that that cautious doesn't exist anymore. That's been knocked off the scale because they've had no choice. But what that's happening now is that they're starting to be more curious and they're probably a little bit more confident mm. to start looking at, you know, what app stacks are out there. How does it implement it together? Mm. Let's maybe change. Let's change the software. Let's do it a little bit different. Um, mm. I'm not a, I'm not a software expert. And as I say, I'm, you know, I just run exhibitions, but this is kind of what I've been hearing in the last kind of year about that, that key implementation element is starting to happen. And from that mm. brings in this whole curious element, um, mm. which is kind of changing the channel a little bit. OK, I, I, I'm going to take issue with that, I think. Um, when I when I talk to um, larger firms with larger teams, I, I really I don't just sense I see a cautiousness around the technology not with everyone in the firm there's you know because you look at a bigger firm and there's some tech savvy some tech curious and there's some tech cautiousness but yeah, if we yeah. if we if we go to the leadership table we go look this technology is moving so fast so we might make the wrong decision in terms of the piece of software we opt to use because we might have mm -hmm. to change it again in a year how would you yeah. what, what, what guidance or advice and i'm putting you in the uh, hot seat there would you give to a firm who's been reticent about making a decision and being overly, well, overly cautious is putting a, a, a my own personal. You know, you're right, actually, book. Paul. You are right. The cautious element is there because I, I'm talking about writing off the word, but you know, of course, mm. it's, it's natural to be cautious, and, and you are right. And that that cautious level exists in in different, like I say, different levels within those practices. But um, you know, but accountants are accountants; they are not tech experts. And mm. or am I? I'm not a tech ex expert. If I need tech help, I get someone in to do it. Mm. Um, so, you know, I think accountants, again, need to realise that there is help everywhere around them. Um, mm. I mean, the help and support the individual software providers offer is, again, on another level. I'm seeing the kind of support that they can offer. Um, and again, I'm talking very broadly here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, if they're going to be tech cautious, then they need to be brave and get some help because uh, it's there and it's out there and it's pretty damn good. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all out there from the, yeah. the the software themselves to these these gurus who can 
pretty much eliminate any worry in an instant as far yeah, as I'm yeah. concerned. Uh, but you, you've just said the accountants need to get brave and, and, and get some outside help. But bravery and accountants in the same sentence, is that is that right? Is that fair? <laughs> Great discussion for your next podcast, Paul, I think. <laughs> so you're not going to you're not going to go with that one. <laughs> I, I agree. You know, there's uh, it's, it's almost as if cautiousness could be seen as a bad thing when actually um, it has, to, like you say, it's got to be part of the decision making process. It pays to yeah. be careful, but it also pays to be curious. And, you know, the the, the change is an inevitability. The, the technology is an inevitability and it has to be part of every firm's future plans, hasn't it? Um, yeah. Um, and you know is there a bravery piece there that really has to show up or is it actually just like systematically assess the options make a decision as opposed to avoid does that require bravery I think you know to a degree it does but or is it just have a good decision making process that's probably right you've definitely worded it much better than I have Paul but yeah you're right you're absolutely right all right and well done for deflecting an awkward question Zoe that was uh... (laughs) All right, so we've 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 talked about tech. Uh, we've talked about um, the, the this culture of help and guidance and advice from the providers, from outside influencers, and we've talked about um, the profession's uh, future. What does the future hold for Zoe? For me, well, um, for those that don't know, I'm actually moving on from Accountex. Um, right. The funny thing is, I've been in exhibitions for twenty odd years um, and has served the accounting profession for six years, um, running Accountex, their events, mm. um, virtually and in, in line. And from there, I have, I have been, kind of, surrounded by the most exceptional, supportive very inspirational bunch of people i mean look yeah. at the books i mean for people hearing they can't hear me but i have a collection of exceptional books that you know i don't just read the book i know the people that wrote them yeah, um, yeah. you know i i mean that that is an exceptional and mm. um so from there on i i am going to be leaving i'm going to be working for um omnipro which is an accounting um training cpd firm um mm. lots of technical content um online training cpd uh, primarily based in ireland um and working with that working with that business to build and collaborate with um everyone in the accounting ecosystem and mm. and that the, the accounting ecosystem is what i've enjoyed the most it's not just the vendors it's not just the visitors or the accountants all those gurus all those advisors um it's all of them Hmm. And um, to have the opportunity to to work with all of them it is pretty pretty amazing. So um, that's my new exciting role. I'm yeah, leaving behind my big large scale event world yeah. and going as one of you guys. Um, and I'll be a mere exhibitor on the Accountex floor next time. Um, next time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. So. It, you know, you're pointing to the books behind you. Uh, you've made reference to the, the the opportunity to embrace change and learn from either the provider, the, the tech providers, uh, or from third party. You, you, you use the word gurus. 
I, I had to refer to us all as gnus as opposed to gurus, which I think is quite funny. Um, and you know what? A lot of them hate being called gurus as well. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. They absolutely. do. They it's hate like, being called you know, gurus. They hate yeah. being called influencers, but they yeah. are. Yeah, so. and you know, the, you know, the key to all of that, isn't it? Is you know, is challenge the status quo. I think that's part of the role, uh, and then yeah. help uh, everyone connect with everybody, connect with the right numbers, connect with the right tech. I think if, if you know the, the people are out there genuinely doing that wholeheartedly, yeah. then uh, then it works for the firms. Um, sure. So this love affair you're having with the profession is going to continue. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Um, um, I've been unfaithful but, to exhibitions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but last piece, because you've brought up the book thing, and I'm, a, you know, I've, there's about ten books on my table here, and there's dozens and dozens and dozens, if not hundreds, there, and more back in the office. So learning's been a big part for you, clearly for me, and it seems as though the profession's been pretty good at that. Um, yeah. What? Where, where do you think the key areas of learning are? that the firms that are listening to this need to focus on? What, what If you were to pinpoint one or two key areas of learning based on your experience of working with virtually every tech provider to the accounting profession in your role as a director of the Countex, where would you signpost firms to look for learning? I think, there, there, again, there's lots of it out there. There's so much access to it. I mean, you look at the associations and the work that they do and... Mm the um the webinars the the social media groups the access to books i mean it's everywhere and that's the challenge zoe that's the chat you know everything's on google it's all there yeah you have to demystify and and what i'm looking for and what i'm looking for from someone who knows the 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 profession with your perspective which is unique and going right now if you're going to seek out a subject for learning over the next 12, 18 months to three years, where, where would you direct uh, the profession? Well, I, I'm a bit of a fan of the pricing element, Paul. Um, <laughs> I am a bit of a fan of the pricing, but only because I think it's a quick learn. You can learn right. it really quick. Just see, just go to a single Mark Wickersham or a Martin Bissett or a Ron Baker. Just go to a single one of their sessions. Just... 45 minutes mm. and you will go away and you will you can immediately change your whole pricing structure i remember seeing mark wickersham's pricing presentation six years ago and mm. i went back into the office the next day and changed all my pricing yeah from 45 minute session i mean th- th- you don't have to spend years reading books you don't have to spend a whole month on webinars you don't have to do it but yeah. go to some real key key webinars or or, or Find a subject that you think you could turn around and implement really quickly as well. Because I think once you get used to implementing and getting confident doing that, you'll want to start doing it a bit more. I think pricing is probably the easiest, quickest one to do. And I, I'm i talking from my own internal business understanding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and my experience, because well, you know, we, we, we've done some work in this and I refer constantly to Mark and Ron Baker and, you know, James at Go Proposal and the team at Practice Ignition and so on. There's you know there's tools available, there's resources available, the training. It's all, yeah. it, it's all it's a really quite compact area. And uh, on uh, a, another podcast, we had uh, Ron Baker uh, show up uh, recently. Legends, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Legends. And, um, and and Ron makes a statement in that in, in that podcast. You know, um, nothing has a bigger impact on the bottom line profits of your firm than actually getting your pricing right. Yeah, you know, a small improvement right. on pricing has a profound impact. So, yeah, without yeah. any shadow, agree with you wholeheartedly. Let's um, and even though 
my conversation with Ron was focused on timesheets. You can't yeah. help but then have a conversation about, well, how do we properly price? And that's it's, yeah. if I if I go, look, the changing your pricing with your existing customers, your existing clients is quite tough because you have been using the same pricing yeah. approach. They have been experiencing the same pricing approach. Mm. But what you can do quickly and easily, and it's your point about implement quickly, you can change your pricing approach to your next new customer because they've never experienced it before. And you can train yourself. You can implement quickly there. And um, so I think you're right. Pricing is a key component. Implementing quick is a key element. And actually, if you take both those two things together, you can do that with yeah. a Go proposal or a practice ignition tool, for example, and yeah. um, and implement quickly around new prospective customers. And to add on to that, Paul, as well, I would just say, like, and this isn't just accounting as well, but the subscription model is, is, a, is a model that is now being widely used in other industry sectors. They're only waking up to it. Yeah, but it's happening now, and, and and other industry sectors are realizing the impact and um, h- how good it actually is. So yeah, that would be my little, you know, right or well, wrong. That would be my could, little favorite yeah, easy win. Yeah, you'll you'll love this. Uh, the po- Rob finishes that podcast with his commentary on the, uh, the 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 subscription world and how important it is, and the fact yeah. that it's a complete game changer. And then, so any firm, any professional services firm, never mind an accounting firm, that yeah. misses out on actually grasping, embracing the power of that is uh, yeah. is is, is going to be uh, shortchanged. So. Um, Zoe, I could easily push you for maybe another subject, but because pricing is so key, um, I think, um, and if we can narrow people's focus down, because that's the hard thing, isn't it? In in the world of Google and all the tech, it's like, well, where do you turn? Well, the, the, the one thing that can have the biggest and most profound impact from someone who's not selling accountancy, that person, i.e. you, Zoe, saying, you know, look to your pricing, I think uh, that's a really powerful insight. Uh, Zoe, thank you very much. It's been, uh, always is, you know, a, a joy <laughs> to uh, have a conversation with you. Um, uh, we and my team wish you every success at OmniPro. Look forward to hearing how you're getting on. And um, thank you for taking time out and sharing your insights and thoughts on your love of the accounting profession. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Paul. Thank you. You'll find more valuable discussions with the leaders of ambitious accounting firms at humanisethenumbers.online. You can also sign up to be notified each time a new podcast is made available. This podcast series, Humanise the Numbers, has been made possible thanks to the support of our sponsors, My Workpapers, Advanced Track, Citago, and VFD Pro. Visit humanisethenumbers.online Click the logo of each sponsor and you'll hear what our podcast interviewees have to say about the sponsor's services.